Good morning and welcome to Ask Andy. This is a daily podcast about personal injury practice in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I'm Andrew Newworth. You can reach me on the web at Newworth Law, N-E-U-W-I-R-T-H-L-A-W.com. I was not blessed with an easy-to-spell name. People have been screwing it up my whole life. It doesn't bother me too much, but it is not great for marketing purposes. So I wanted to talk to you today about... Um, you know, something as drivers that we all know, it's called your blind spot. So if somebody is in your blind spot and you hit them, that is your responsibility, right? I think everyone, maybe people don't think about it, but the answer is yes. So I'm working on a case where there's a blind spot is acknowledged at an issue and someone's hit and seriously injured. So, you know, from a lawyer's perspective, what's nice about these situations when I'm cross-examining someone is that saying someone was in your blind spot to your normal person seems like a defense. Oh, they were in my blind spot. It's their fault, not my fault. But when you're cross-examining someone, someone says, oh, they were in my blind spot, that an admission that one, my client was flush up against them and was physically like there to be seen if they took a snapshot of that moment in time and tried to figure out where everybody was. Two, it means that the driver who hit my person, you know, knows about blind spots and didn't properly either set their mirrors or didn't properly check their blind spot. So if you kind of unpack what someone's saying when they say this person was in my blind spot, you know, it's a nice little cross-examination that, you know, to all the lawyers in the room is pretty devastating, but not particularly surprising. So the cross will go something like this. Sir, you stated that this, um, you know, my client was in your blind spot? Yes, he must have been. And you say he must have been because you didn't actually see him, correct? Correct. And so what that means is that, would you agree with me that he was there to be seen? Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know. You know, well, well based on how the accident unfolded, he was actually right there when you turned left and, and ran him over. Uh, well, I don't know about that. Okay. Let's talk about, uh, you said he was in my blind spot. Uh, do you hold my client in any way responsible for him being in your blind spot? Well, he should know the cars have blind spots, but he's not doing anything wrong on the driving road, is he? No. And you know that you have a blind spot on your vehicle. Yeah, there's a blind spot there. And there are ways to either get rid of that blind spot or minimize it. Isn't that correct? Uh, yes. So you could, how is that? Well, you could fix your mirrors, couldn't you? Yes, I could. And did you do that before you took this trip that, that injured my client? Um, yeah, I always check my mirrors. Well, no, did you adjust your mirrors properly so there was no blind spot there. Uh, I always do that. Okay, well, if you had done that properly, there wouldn't be a blind spot, correct? Well, there's always a blind spot. Oh. 
So you know on this particular vehicle that there's always a blind spot there? Oh yeah, there's a blind spot between the uh, you know, door post and the, and the end of the passenger's door. Okay. So what that means, sir, is that you know that's a problem with your vehicle. You've owned that vehicle for how many years? Uh, six years. Huh. So you've known that for six years, and you know you have to clear that blind spot and make sure there's nobody there, but <clears throat> you didn't do that on this occasion. Well, but he was in my blind spot. <laughs> so that's kind of how it goes. You know, basically, saying someone's in your blind spot is an admission to me of negligence. It's basically saying, like, he was in this place where I know I have a limitation on my vision. My job is to make sure that I don't have limitations on my vision so that it's safe to change lanes, and I didn't do that. Or before I started driving... I didn't set my mirrors properly, and that's negligent conduct that results in the crash. So, you know, the one place where people always try and weasel out is when I'm pressing them on, was this person there to be seen? Okay? So I did this a couple of years back with a police officer, and, you know, it worked out pretty well, and I've been using it pretty consistently ever since because it's the truth the when my client is in your blind spot it's not like he's racing from a mile away to get to that blind spot it's like he's riding right there in the blind spot you just don't see him because you're not properly looking is there some responsibility on my client for being in the blind spot well defensive driving will teach you that there are blind spots but it's not really my client's job to figure out where your blind spot is on your car and be careful of it and, and know if you set your mirrors properly, right? That's your job. So if you're passing big trucks during the daytime when they can't see your lights, you know, where's the blind spot on a big truck? You're not supposed to pass on the right because they do have blind spots, but, you know, they have this kind of stuff plastered all over them. Like, if you can see my mirrors... You know, that's okay. If you can't see my mirrors, you're in my blind spot. Now, cars don't say that. Most cars have a very narrow blind spot. But as the cars get bigger, they have bigger blind spots, I guess. My car, the car I drive, has a big post at the uh, where the windshield meets the front driver's side of the car. And I have to be careful that I'm not, like, turning left in a parking lot and running someone over. Because there's a pretty big blind spot there in the, you know, in the windshield. So... You know, I don't know why they did that, but that's the way the car's designed. So there's probably an airbag situation going on or something like that. But anyway, you know, the point is, small, narrow, but specific admissions are important in what I do. But the blind spot or other kind of defenses like that are essentially not defenses. Like, they're basically the wrong or the negligent person's um, explanation for what happened, but the explanation, they don't realize it, is an admission of liability, and that pretty much ends the case on liability, but usually I knew that going into the deposition, going into the case, so, um, but it's a nice thing to hear when the person says, yeah, they must have been there, or if they fight you on the fact that, oh, they must have been there, when they don't want to say they must have been there, but I screwed up and crushed them, you know, enough fighting on that issue just makes them look worse. Like, well, you know, did they come from Mars? No. Did they come from, you know, 50 miles away? No. In fact, you know, they were doing the speed limit? I don't know. I didn't see them. 
right? It's the same thing back again. Like if you don't see somebody, you, so if someone's in your blind spot, what you're saying is I did not see them and I did not make sure the lane was clear before changing lanes. Okay. Well, what is, they were in my blind spot also tell you, it tells you that the person is not going to be allowed under any circumstances to say how fast your client was going. So your client could have been going 150 miles an hour you're the defendant can't say that because what what's the answer they were in my blind spot <laughs> so if if you can't see somebody you can't judge how fast they're going because the only way humans judge speed is by visualizing the person against the background or by visualizing the person against other you know moving objects so it's always a nice thing when someone says that because they think they're explaining things and in fact they're making your case so that's enough for today that's been Ask Andy. I hold people accountable. If you need to find me, find me on the web at New Earth Law. Uh, there's a drift bot widget thing. You can chat with me if I'm paying attention to my phone. You can call me at the office, 215-259-3687. Uh, I think I'm out of gloves now, but there's always some swag lying around I'm happy to send you. And that is about it. Take care and... Uh, let me know how things are going if you have questions. This has been Ask Andy. I hold people accountable. <laughs>